Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette. For all your pop culture needs, we're America's Podcast. Alright guys, this is a, a special episode. Um, we're actually in studio. Oh yeah. yeah. Had a had an open weekend, so we decided to get together. Woohoo! And um, instead of just doing our normal little nonsense, we're gonna bring you something a little special. But as always, I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by Justin. Hello guys, how are you doing? And uh, we're in Jeremy's studio. So what's going on, guys? <laughs> wow. So um, been a long time. It is. It's been a while, so you know we we finally decided just to kind of hang out and get some stuff done. And um, in honor of Aaron Rodgers showing up to training camp looking like Nick Cage uh, from Con Air, um, and our clear obsession with Nicolas Cage in general, as we one of the last times we got together was to discuss the unbearable lightness of massive talent. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, we are bringing you the ultimate Nick Cage bracket. We are going to debate and uh, learn de- about movies. Learn, we've learn never about seen movies or heard of. Then, uh, and we're gonna crown the ultimate Nick Cage uh, movie, yeah. and um, we'll see if we can't get a little bit more. Uh, last the last time we did uh, a specific bracket to an actor was Adam Sandler. We uh, we got pretty pretty good response to I that one. So, so hopefully. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully. It feels like anytime we all get together, there's a bracket involved. There, that's just keep, what have we to keep the trend going. This podcast loves brackets. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! Do you think that in the same vein as the Sandler one, there's going to there's gonna be like that same intense moment, like a possible table flipping scenario? Uh, mm. I don't think so. Anything that heavily I, debated? I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, I I don't necessarily know if I feel as strongly uh-huh. about a Nick Cage movie as I did with some of the Adam Sandler movies. Uh huh. But we'll find out. I yeah. might have to flip a table. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not. I'm not thinking there'll be any of those moments. All here. right. Well, well maybe. We, there's one that we really like. All right. So, uh, Justin, why don't you kick the bracket off and? Give us a quick description of what we're what we're in for here. All right, we're in for uh, for a good time, I think. Here we got a a ninety four movie bracket, so it's going to be a long one. We use the same standard that we always have with IMDb, Rotten, and Metacritic. Got the totals, put them in order, one through ninety four. We'll just see how this goes. All right. Uh, we have Nicholas at the ready for some of these movies that me and Jeremy won't know. He can give us a little description to help us mm-hmm. debate them a little better. All right. Let's with that. Let's get started. Coming in at number sixty-four with one eighteen, we have Stolen. Versus number sixty-five with one eighteen, Primal. Oh my God. Okay, so we're starting right off with going uh, to IMDb. I don't know what either of these were. I was going to try to watch some of these, but... S- stolen? Is I, that like the mockbuster version of Taken? I don't. Uh, well, give me a second here. We'll... <laughs> stolen. Nick Cage. It is a 2012 movie uh, with uh, Malin Ackerman Ooh. and Josh Lucas. Okay. A um, few other people. Um, 
The tagline is, a former thief frantically searches for his missing daughter who has been kidnapped and locked into the trunk of a taxi. Wow. So, yes, you are correct. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then what was the other one? And then Primal. Primal. Um, okay, that is a 2019 Nick Cage movie with Famke Janssen. Who? Um, she was uh, one of the Bond girls. Uh, I think she was Xena on top. Okay. Uh, she was also Jean Grey in the X-Men movies. Okay. Um, and then a bunch of other people who you've probably like, I, if I mentioned their names, you'd be like, who? Yeah. But if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Okay. Um, the type for this one, it is Frank, Frank's caught wildlife in the Brazilian jungle, including a 400 pound white jaguar. He ships it on the same ship as an arrested assassin. The assassin breaks free and frees the animals. Okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. Uh, I gotta save these animals. Yeah. You're not gonna catch I'm more me. Of a, Here's a tiger. I'm more of an animal protector. <laughs> yeah. um, and just so we know, uh, Nick Cage is the Frank from the description of the movie. Okay, all right. He is not... He is not the assassin. He is the hunter. He's the, the hunter. hunter. Okay. Right. Uh, well, based on the descriptions, I'm going to go with Primal. I'm also going to go with Primal. I'm also going to go with Primal on that. Um, it does have the lower IMDb rating, but uh, whatever. It sounds more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next up, we got number 49 with 149, Dog Eat Dog. Verse number 80 with 95 Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Okay, so Dog Eat Dog is uh, 2016. A crew of ex-cons are hired by the Cleveland Mafioso to kidnap the baby of a rival mobster. Okay. Um, (laughs) It has Willem Dafoe and then a bunch of people I've never heard of. So, um... If you go back to our Marvel bracket, you'll hear me not say nice things about the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance movie, but since I've actually seen that one, I'm going to have to vote Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. I really thought you were just going to say Dog Eat Dog anyways. I'm just going to vote for Dog Eat Dog anyways, just because how bad Ghost Rider was. Yeah, I mean, Dog Eat Dog. I I don't remember Spirit of Vengeance, so... uh, It was bad. Okay. It was bad. So Dog Eat Dog is moving on. All right, number 48... With 149, same score as Doggy Dog, National Treasure 2. Okay. Verse number 81. With 93, Season of the Witch. <laughs> um, I'm going National Treasure 2. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? I didn't no, know he a, was in that. <laughs> it's, it's a different Season of the Witch. Um, is that I, the one where he's got like the long hair, like really unkempt? Like he looks crazy? I mean... Yes. In every movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, a 14th century knight transports a suspected witch to a monastery <laughs> where monks dedu- deduce her powers can be the source of the Black Plague. I don't believe I ever saw that one, but it's him, Nicholas, not Nicholas Cage, him, Ron Perlman, and then again a bunch of people who if you saw you'd be like, oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how high do you have to be to enjoy that one? I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, but I enjoy the National Treasure movies. I, I'm kind of hoping that uh, the new series on on uh, Disney Plus, since it's not a reboot, it's actually sort of a continuation. Okay. Will actually bring about the third National Treasure movie. Yeah. I'm yeah. voting National Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah, I already wrote yeah. it down. Because <laughs> I figured that's where we're all going. All right, number 57 with 126, The Boy in Blue. First number 72 with 109, Sunny. Okay, Boy in Blue. 1986 Nicolas Cage movie. Based on the life of Ned Hanlon, late 19th century Canadian scholar and world champion, Hanlon was the first to u- was one of the first scholars to successfully utilize the sliding seat. Oh my God! Sculling being a type of rowing that's in the Olympics. Oh, I thought he was just mispronouncing the word scholar. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Sunny. Sunny. Like the name Sonny? Yep. Or, okay, here. Oh, no, not oh, that Hopefully one. this is better. That first one sounded boring as shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, invented I'm a, a hard... seat for a rowboat? <laughs> what, what year did that come out in? Oh, I, that I don't know. Like, do I understand that right? He That's invented right. a seat for a rowboat? Uh, basically, yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. They, they, they made okay. a whole movie. Apparently in 1986, we were out of movies to make, and uh, we went ahead and, and made one about a guy who invented a seat for a special kind of rowboat. <laughs> okay. I'm not, well, I brought this down. Why is it not coming up now? 2002. Is that what I'm coming up with here? Maybe not. Yeah, it's uh, 2002. It's also got James Franco and others. Directed by Nick Cage. After a stint in the army, former male prostitute Sonny Phillips, played by James Franco, returns to his home in a rundown New Orleans in search of a stable life. However, the financial difficulties faced by his mother who is also a prostitute, <laughs> make escaping his former life difficult. Wow. Um, all right, based off of what I'm looking at here, it appears as though Nick Cage was more of just the director, not so much an actor in it. So I'm going to have to vote for the Sculling movie. The Boy in Blue? Is that where you're going to there, Jeremy? I guess so. <laughs> Since you bring that to the table... <laughs> Okay, coming up next, number 40, with 164, Guarding Tess, verse 89, with 83, Outcast. Hey, uh. Hey, uh, yeah. So, Guarding Tess is, um, he plays a Secret Service agent. Where he has to guard I'm, the I'm former. I'm starting to see a theme here. The the <laughs> form the former first lady. Oh. Um, and she's like I can't remember. She was one of those older actresses. It was like one of her last movies. Um, it was supposed to be funny. Okay. It was all. I mean, it was all right. Uh, they referenced that movie right in um in that. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Outcast is a 2014 movie. 
A mysterious warrior teams up with the daughter and son of deposed Chinese emperor to defeat their cruel brother and seeks their deaths. Huh, okay. Uh, he did it with Hayden Christensen. <laughs> so Anakin Skywalker himself and then a bunch of people I've never heard of. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to go with guarding Tess on this one. I'm going to have to go with the only one of the two I've seen, and even though I don't really remember it very well, I know I've seen guarding Tess. Okay. So I feel like that was a pretty big movie when it came out in the mid-90s. Sure. Okay. Since I don't even remember the title of the other movie, I will go with guarding Tess as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we got number 56 with 127, Seeking Justice. Okay. Verse 73 with 107, 8mm. Okay. Seeking Justice, 2011. After his wife is assaulted, a husband enlists the services of a vigilante group well, a to one. help him settle yeah. the score. Never. Then he discovers they want a favor from him in return. Oh, the mob wants a favor? Um, Who would have thought? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> No, we're just doing this kindness out of our own hearts. January Jones, Guy <laughs> Pierce, Harold Perrineau, Jennifer Carpenter, um, then a bunch of other people that we've heard of. But okay, um, all right. Versus eight millimeter. Yeah. Have either of you seen eight millimeter? I have. That is a fucked up movie. I saw it when it came out. I saw it in the theaters when I was in college. Mm. Um, I had a friend when we walked out was mad that we talked him into going to see it. Uh, he was angry that he saw that movie. Um. I was intrigued by it. It was, I mean, but it was still fucked up. Uh, I'm gonna have to go eight. I don't want to vote eight millimeter, <laughs> but since I've never heard of the other one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to vote eight millimeter. Okay. That's same boat for me. I've actually seen that one. I mean, sure. I think it already won. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, number forty-one with one sixty-three. The Family Man. Verse 88 with 84, Jiu-Jitsu. I bet I know what one of these is about. <laughs> uh, um, okay, Family Man. Oh, okay, that's that's what that one. That one was... Um, yeah, that was, that was the uh, kind of a remake of It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Where he's a fast lane investment broker, offered the opportunity to see how the other half lives... When he wakes up to find um, that his sports car and his girlfriend have become a minivan and a wife. Okay, here we go. Jiu-Jitsu. 2020 Nick Cage movie. This is when he just... We've now hit this his, is when like, crazy. This is when he just doesn't know what the word no means. <laughs> uh, every six years, an ancient order of jiu-jitsu fighters join forces to battle a vicious race of alien invaders. Sold. Jesus, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Why are we not watching that right I, now? I don't know. We should watch this. I'm going to vote for that one, yeah. even though I've seen Family Man. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu sounds awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Don't know what it is? Red Man Alien. It appears that it might be on Netflix. Mm. Sweet. I think I know what I'm watching later tonight. <laughs> All right, moving along. Number 63-119, Army of One. First, 66 with 114, Zandali. Okay. Two more I have not seen. Same. Okay, I'm, I'm, Army of One. After a personal visit by God himself, oh. 
Eccentric construction worker Guy Faulkner takes the decision to embark on an adventure of the Badlands of Pakistan to bring Al-Qaeda's leader Osama bin Laden to justice. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) How is this? This is a 2016 movie and I'm just now hearing about this? I mean, even though I hate Russell Brand, like Nick Cage, Russell Brand, um, Paul Shear, Will Sasso, I... That's awesome. I feel like we know one before we even hear what Zendali is. I gotta write some of these titles. Yeah, I gotta write some of them down too. Um, Is that based on that real guy? Wasn't there a real guy that did this? Like, I I don't. It doesn't say based on a true story, but I can send you a copy of the whole list if you wanna. Yeah. Well, I just definitely need to write jujitsu and army of. (laughs) What Zendali? How do you spell that? Let me find it. Z A N D A L E E. Ah, okay, there we go. Oh, Jeremy and his little postcards. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. It is. Uh, it's a two thousand. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. It's a 1991 movie with Judge Reinhold and Joe Pantaleona. Ooh. Uh, and Steve Buscemi. Ooh. Theory's wife, Zen- Zendali, married the poet he once was. Taking over his dad's company in New Orleans gives him stress and impotence. Um, Theory meets his high school ba- buddy Johnny at a bachelor party. The painter Johnny can satisfy <laughs> Zendali. You, you could probably just stop. I, Army of One's written down. <laughs> yeah. We were, I, we were all sold on that upon description. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, I don't, that, the, the description of that movie makes zero sense. Yeah. yeah. Army of One sounds awesome. All <laughs> uh, right. Uh, number 5147, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, I've seen that one. Okay. Seventy-nine with ninety-five trapped in paradise. Oh, I've seen both of these wow. actually. Oh, this is see now here we are with like two movies that probably should both be going on ahead of a lot of the other movies that have already gone through. <laughs> yes. uh, but because of the numbering system that we is not arbitrary, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go... Because mm, Trapped in Paradise is him, John Lovitz, and Dana Carvey. Oh. Where they're criminals who like get trapped in a town called Paradise. Like, they rob a bank, and then there's a snowstorm, and then they get lost in this town. And, okay. And, and then Sorcerer's Apprentice was uh, him and... Oh, what's that guy's name? Jay... Something or Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 When when they were trying to make him famous. Yeah. Um <laughs> it was a fun movie, but I think I'm gonna go trapped in paradise just because like that one was really funny. Okay. Well sure. that's that's where I was sure. too. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> I mean tra- Sorcerer's Apprentice is probably the better movie, but that's a, a seventy nine <laughs> over fifty upset. Wow. That's pretty big. Well, all right, moving along. 47, Vampire's Kiss with 151. Verse 82 with 90, Rage. Vampire's Kiss is one of his first movies. Verse Rage. 
Rage. I feel like Rage is probably going to be someone is hurt or killed, and he's coming for revenge. <laughs> After a former Secret Service yeah. man's wife is When the salted. daughter of a reformed criminal is kidnapped, he rounds up his old crew and seeks his own brand of justice. We, we could write a Nick Cage movie, apparently. And he wouldn't say no. <laughs> um... And then Vampire's Kiss, like that, that, jeez, that, I mean, that legit, is one of his first movies, or it's, it's Jim Carrey's first movie? Hmm. It's, it's, um. All right. Uh, here we go. It's 1988. After an encounter with a neck biter, a publishing executive neck thinks he's biter. turning into a vampire. Interesting. Uh-huh. I like the sound of rage. Yeah, I like rage better. I might be wrong about the Jim Carrey thing. I think it's. I think rage is moving on, Nicholas. Okay, all right. Just sounds better. All right, we got number fifty-eight coming in with one twenty-five. Time to kill. Okay. So probably another movie yeah. where he's a hunter or something going to seek his own type of justice. Um, For 71, with 110, The Runner. That could also be like another revenge-style movie. Okay, so a t- a Time to Kill. In 1936, when Ethiopia is being invaded by the Italian army... Lieutenant Silvestri steps off to the nearest camp hospital to take care of a toothache. <laughs> en route, he meets an Ethiopian girl, which leads to a tragic course of events that devastates his entire life. Okay. All right. Jeez. And then what was the other one? The Runner. The Runner. Right. Leave me alone. <laughs> We're learning so much about Nick Cage. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, here it is. There's a lot of movies called Runner, apparently. Uh, 2015. In the aftermath of a 2010 BP oil spill, an idealistic but flawed politician is to confront is forced to confront his dysfunctional life after his career is destroyed by a sex scandal. Hmm. Huh. That sounds interesting. More interesting than that depressing first one, so I'll go with that one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so the runner? not neither of them were. See, there's the wrinkle. We based off of the titles, we came up with what probably is a better movie. True. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got number thirty-nine with one sixty-six. Astro Boy. Okay. Verse number ninety with eighty-two. Deadfall. At least I know what Astro Boy is. That, yeah. That's that animated one. Yeah. I'm aware of that, but... And then Deadfall. Deadfall. Don't know what that is. A former army lieutenant comes home after the long war. It's only to find that his wife has been kidnapped. And yep. he goes on a long trek through... I feel like this one's going to be involving, like, Siberia, the winter. Nice, yeah. Sounds very snowy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 1993 crime drama directed by Christopher Coppola, so his brother, his cousin. (laughs) Um, The... Oh, gee, gee, gee. Why are you just telling me... Okay. Here we go. Plot. 
After con artist Joe Dolan accidentally kills his father during a sting, he tries to carry out Mike's dying wish by recovering valuable from Mike's twin brother, stolen from him years earlier. Um, but Uncle Lou is also a con Uncle artist, Lou. and Joe is drawn into an increasingly dangerous scheme. Okay. Cool. Uh, Astro Boy was an animated one, right? That's yeah. the, the Okay, I'm going to go Deadfall, just because... I don't get into anime. I was going to go with Astro Boy because I've actually heard of that one. Oh, okay. It puts me in quite the position of power quite here. the quandary. Uh, Astro Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Astro Boy. Moving on. Okay, number 55 with 132 next. Verse 74 with 101 Trespass. Next, I know I've seen Next. I uh, just got to remind myself because he did a bunch of movies at the same time that were all sort of similar. Mm-hmm. A Las Vegas magician who is pursued by the FBI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> that one. movie is fucking awesome. That was pretty good. And then what was the other one? Trespass. Trespass. I forgot about Next. That's a good one. My app decided to stop working, so I gotta. Jeremy's gotta make a little note here. Trespass. Oh. This one he did with Nick, uh, with with Nicole Kidman. Ooh. Um, in 2011, as they're held for ransom, a husband and wife's predicament grows more dire amid the discovery of betrayal and deception. Hmm. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Which, Next. Which works in multiple functions there. <laughs> oh, true, num- true. Number 42 with 162, The Frozen Ground. Okay. Verse 87 with 84, Grand Isle. Okay. I, know, I know Grand Isle's a newer one. Okay, Frozen Ground I've actually seen. That's the That's the one where... John Cusack plays Robert Hansen, the one of the Alaskan serial killers. Um, and then what was the other one? Grand Isle. All right, uh, that's 2019. Um, did anyone want to take a guess on on the plot of this one? He's a prisoner, and or he's trapped on an island. A young father is charged with murder and must prove his innocence by recalling a very twisted night of dark events. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um. Well, not. Oh, Kelsey Grammer's in it for some reason. Uh, Other than that, uh, not a lot of anybody. All right. So where are we going here? The Frozen Ground or Grand Isle? Uh, I'm gonna go Frozen Ground because I have uh, an unnatural obsession with Nick Cage and John Cusack. And being that they're both in there, why not? And serial killers. Yeah, and serial killers, yeah. (laughs) It kind of wraps up a bunch of my interest in one into a not-so-good movie. But... Oh, okay. And Vanessa Hudgens was in it. Oh, I'll go for... That's a good one. I knew I could sell you on that. I'm working hard for a movie that I don't like. I was going to go with Frozen Ground anyways, just because you sold me on it. I've got to sell it. You sold it. All right, moving on over. We got number 61 with 121 Kill Chain. Verse 68 with 113 Ghost Rider. Oh, no. 
A hitman must right his wrongs from the past and create a clean up a chain of events that he caused through killing. <laughs> a hotel room shootout between two assassins kicks <laughs> off a long night of bodies falling like dominoes. As we follow a chain of crooked cops, gangsters, hitmen, femme fatale, cool. and an ex-mercenary through... Okay, my boss was telling me about this movie. He said it was awesome. Cool. I just haven't watched it. But it is up against Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah. So... The original? I'm, yes. When, I'm going to take a picture of this list when you're done, because okay. a bunch of these movies are... <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> Kill, kill Chain? Kill Chain. Um, sure, I guess, because I'm still hoping that Marvel gives us a good Ghost Rider movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 If they do another one, let's hope they don't include Nicolas Cage this time. All right, we have number 36 with 179, The Ant Bully. Okay. There's 93... With 48, Pay the Ghost. <laughs> pay the Ghost pay or the ghost? Ant Bully. Pay I know the Ant Bully is an animated one. After Lucas Nickel floods an ant colony with his water gun, he's magically shrunken down to insect size and is sentenced to hard labor in the ruins. Ooh. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. I do like movies about child labor. Yeah. <laughs> and ghosts. And ghosts. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of tough uh, right uh, now. Uh, this one, this one, just so because of... ghost children. This one, this, this one might uh, win, win Jeremy over because it has a word here. Ooh. A professor frantically searches for his son who is abducted during a Halloween carnival. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetics in that movie, I better going to be awesome. Say <laughs> the fucking ghost. <laughs> Uh, it has um, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, 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 and then a bunch of. I mean, you got at least movies to watch. <laughs> Halloween's been extended into November because we are gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Cage. Are we going? Where are we going here? Pay the ghost. Sure. Pay yeah. The ghost. Pay yeah. the ghost. Pay the ghost. Sounds interesting enough. Okay, uh, let's see here. We got number 52 with 145 Wind Talkers. Okay. First number 77 with 99, a score to settle. A former <laughs> Secret Service agent. <laughs> His wife gets a, a former mobster. Yeah. <laughs> who's coming for revenge. <laughs> An ex-enforcer for a local crime syndicate has vowed to enact retribution on his mob bosses after after 19 years of wrongful imprisonment. Uh, the only thing that diverts his violent plans is a newfound relationship with his son. Wow. Oh. Okay. There's a little. Um, I will have to give this one to Wind Talkers. I, I went and saw Wind Talkers in the theaters. It was really good. It's a uh, World War Two about uh, code code breaking uh, the Navajo because the U.S. military used the Navajo uh, to uh, be codes because like that was not a language that was easily breaked by codes. Mm. So cool. Like, it was really Where good. Are you going? It was really well done. Uh, sure. I'll go with that one. I've too. seen that one too. I feel like I've seen that actually. That, that's it- one of those. 
every so often Nick Cage shows up and actually like does a really good that's where like you know when he does movies like we've been making fun of or talking about Mm -hmm. like it's just kind of like he won't say no but every so often he shows up and wins an Oscar yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's not one he won an Oscar for but I think there was some serious talk at the time Mm. okay number 45 with 154 National Treasure okay nice seen it seen it yeah 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 Verse number 84 with 88, The Wicker Man. Oh, no. Oh, this is, this one's easy. I don't have to look either one of them up. The Wicker Man me- remake was awful. <laughs> not the bees! <laughs> um, not that the good Wicker Man was any better, uh, uh, but National Treasure is going to be is one of those movies that should be toward... I don't know if it'll win, but it, 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 it'll be towards the end of the bracket for sure. Yeah, slam dunk here. Yeah. Yeah. National Treasure's already written down. Okay, coming in. Probably could have written that one down ahead of time. But <laughs> that's right. You never know. Alright, number 60, 123, Captain Cornelius Mandel- uh, Mandolin. Okay. If I wrote that down right. Uh, yeah, I think it's Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Okay, I can't read <laughs> Verse uh, 69 with 113, the Humanity Bureau. So a former FBI agent. (laughs) (laughs) Turns his life around after blah, blah, blah. Meeting his son. Humanity Bureau. Yes. A dystopian thriller set in the year 2030 that sees a world in permanent state of economic recession and facing serious environmental problems as a result of global warming. I don't like it. It sounds too realistic. (laughs) Um, And then Captain Corelli's Mandolin was some sort of, like, romance drama from set in, like, World War II, I think. So it has Nazis. (laughs) Nazis. Does it have anything to do with a mandolin? Uh, when a fisherman leaves to fight in the Greek with the Greek army during World War II, his fiance falls in love with a local Italian commander. Okay, sounds lame. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, go with the other one. I want to go with the one that the world's in a state of chaos. Okay, yeah, I mean both of them sound pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Was <laughs> <laughs> right down the word humanity. I think I remember Captain Curly's mandolin, but I think that's because everybody was making fun of the title. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a weird title. Yeah. All right, number thirty-seven. With one seventy-seven, you got Con Air. Ooh. Oh. Verse ninety-two with sixty-eight Arsenal. I'll, a, I'll just write down Con Air, but we'll still want to know okay, what Arsenal's right, about. Yeah. Know. A former. Military. <laughs> uh oh. I mean, Con Air is obviously. Oh no! The, it's apparently Nick Cage and John Cusack love working together because mm-hmm. this is also a Nick Cage John Cusack movie, just like Con Air and that other. Uh, uh, a southern mobster. The, the only, it's a one sentence. A southern mobster attempts to rescue his kidnapped brother. Uh- <laughs> oh All my right. God! Okay, Con Air. Glad we looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Another kidnapping story. All right, number fifty-three with one forty-two. Vengeance, a love story. Oh, sounds precious. Yeah. First number seventy-six with ninety-nine. USS Indianapolis. Okay, 
Uh, Vengeance, a love story. A group of strangers come together to aid a single mother seeking to bring her rapist to justice. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. And then USS Indianapolis, I believe that was about the... Uh, it's another one of those... Uh, he's done a lot of World War II movies, I think. Um, yeah, that's the that's the one about when the, the ship sinks and like 890 men go in the water and only like 30-something of them came out because of the shark attack. Oh, okay. I've, I've seen that one, so yeah, I'm going to vote for that one. Yeah. Just I'm, based on the fact I've seen it. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, the first one's a little heavy. We have, we have a lot of upsets going on in this bracket so far for these movies we've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. wonder how many people are going to piss off with our ignorance. 40, 44 with 156, Prisoners of the Ghostland, which oh, I know is a newer one. Yeah, that's on my list to watch. I just hadn't got around to it yet. Mm-hmm. It's There's got ghosts in the title, so. 85 with 86, Dying of the Light. Um, Prisoners of the Ghostland is one of those movies that like I want to see. It just came out last year. A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. Again. And I, I believe he has like a bomb collar on him or something. Ooh. Like it's kind of a western as well. Okay. Like, I saw the trailer and I'm like, heck yeah. Okay. Like it looks cool. And then what was the other one? Dying of the Light. This was called Prisoners of Ghostland, the first one? Uh, yes, it is Prisoners of the Ghostland. Okay. Okay, Dying of the Light. When a devastating illness threatens to end Evan Luke's, Evan Lake's career in the CIA, he goes on a rogue, he goes rogue to hunt down a terrorist who tortured him during a mission gone awry years ago. Prisoners of the Ghostland? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just look Ghostland. That was number 44. Okay. Moving on down. Number 62, 120, Running with the Devil. Okay. Verse 67 with 114, G-Force. Oh. That's an animated one, I believe. No, it's it's the the guinea pig movie. Oh, oh, is yeah. that animated? No. The, the, well, the guinea pigs are animated, but it's it's one of those like mix, like. So the, it's it's either the, that or running with the devil. Uh, running with the devil. Okay, here we go. A CEO of an international conglomerate sends two of his most regarded executives to investigate why shipments of cocaine are being hijacked and overcut somewhere in the supply chain. Oh, my God. Um, there's some questions I have there. There's lots of questions. <laughs> like, why is the CEO of an international conglomerate shipping cocaine? Right. Right, yeah. yeah. That, there we go. Um, uh, it's got him and Lawrence Fishburne in it. Okay. Uh, G-Force is... Uh, there's... a science experiment that turns guinea pigs into like superheroes okay um they and they have to take down some sort of terrorist who's trying to take over the world by okay. turning electronics into like monsters i don't know it okay was, i went and saw it in the theaters it it's it, i mean it's a cute family movie sure you know yeah 
But if if you don't have a family, I'll ask the similar question to the season of the witch, which is uh, how high do you need to be to enjoy G Force? Oh, I guarantee you, it's a stoner favorite. because it's, uh, it's it's ridiculous. It's, what, are, what are some of the other voices in that movie? Um, Salma Hayek Ooh, is one of the right. guinea pigs. Um, I I can't. I think if I type it in right, I gotta type in. Here we go. All right, so. Uh, I think that might be the way I'm leaning is G-Force okay that's right Zach Galifianakis was the guy who like created the oh, guinea pigs okay um why does it not tell me the vo- who does the voices G-Force? of the G-Force? yeah G-Force, G-Force? yes okay, just so I can get right. this written down okay it's not Salma Hayek then um it was somebody else okay alright Penelope Cruz then sure I don't perfect <laughs> All right. Number 35 with 179. City of Angels. Okay. Verse 94. With 43 left behind. I saw that. Okay. That was terrible. Um, Left Behind was the one random Christian movie that he did for some reason. It was so bizarre. It was the, that was a book series that got really popular in in the community in the late '90s. Didn't uh, Kirk Cameron though do like a movie series of that too? I think he maybe took over after Nick Cage did the first one because oh, they okay. did a whole they did a whole series of books. Okay. Um, and then what was the other one? City, oh, City, City of Angels. Angels. City of Angels was a really popular movie when I was in college because uh, it was like a like a romance. Like I, I don't. I think it was he was dying, or I can't remember. It's the it's the movie that gave us the Goo Goo Dolls uh, song Iris, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with City of Angels. As much as I don't want to, I'm gonna go with it as well. <laughs> I'm gonna go Left Behind. <laughs> you I did see that. It actually it's one of those laughably bad movies, uh, so I definitely recommend checking it out. You are left behind in that vote. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My puns. All right, coming in number fifty one. With 146, Drive Angry. Oh, I've seen this one. Yeah. Verse 78 with 96, Between Worlds. Is Drive Angry another laughably bad movie? Because I feel like it is. It is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He he come. He comes. It's basically ghost, kind of like Ghost Rider. Like he he (laughs) comes. He escapes from from hell Uh um, with like a car and like. He's hunting yeah. down the people who killed him. There is this amazing scene where he's banging this bimbo, mm-hmm. and like she's wrapped around him and and like still going at it, and he's spinning her around like just shooting all the guys <laughs> that like, are coming. Oh, it's so, awesome! It's um, it kind of reminded me of that Clive Owen movie Shooter. Okay, um, okay. Between Worlds. Okay, here we go. All right, it is 2018. Man, he's been busy the last few years. Yeah. Um, him and Franco Potente. Who? Uh, Potato? <laughs> she's a German actress. You, oh. you, she was in one of the Bourne movies. So uh. You, uh, Joe meets a mother who can contact spirits of when... Suff- when okay, let me, let me start over again. Take two! <laughs> Joe meets a mother who can contact spirits when suffocating. 
Okay. <laughs> her daughter is dying My. when Joe uh. helps the mother spiritually contact the daughter and save her. By what? Unfortunately, the spirit, <laughs> unfortunately, the spirit in the daughter's body is now that of Joe's dead wife. Okay. Oh, God. I'm going drive angry. That sounds Yeah, drive yeah. angry. Bad. Drive angry. Drive Angry is one of those, it's bad movies, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was 51, right? Yep, okay. Okay, number 46 with 153, Snake Eyes. Okay. Oh, not the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. First <laughs> number 83 with 88, Firebirds. Okay, Snake Eyes was one. I've at least seen Snake Eyes. Yeah, I have too. That was um, that was kind of a bigger movie when it came out in '98. A shady police detective finds himself in the middle of a murder conspiracy at a boxing match in Atlantic City. Okay. Um, somebody, one of the some big time director did that one. Who did that? Brian De Palma. Okay. And then the other one was 83, Firebirds. I think that's an older one of his. If we can find it on there. Okay, 1990. Ooh, it is an older one. Him and Tommy Lee Jones and Sean Young. Okay. All right. An elite Apache helicopter pilots are tasked with destroying a powerful armed drug cartel in South America. Hmm. Okay. All right. First one. Snake Eyes. Okay. I mean, Firebird sounds like it could be a really cheesy 90s action movie. True. Yeah. All right. Moving on down. 59 with 125 gone in 60 seconds. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Verse number 70 with 112, Amos and Andrew. Gone in 60 seconds. Why is Amos and Andrew? Uh, that is him and uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I was 90, the same 93. Okay. Uh, Pulitzer Prize winner buys a cabin. The neighbors get suspicious when he sees a stranger break in. It was supposed to be like this. Like, you know. Um, Okay, a few, uh, see, neighbor, when they see a black man and call the police and who start shooting at him, um, the sheriff tries to use a white petty crook to do a cover. I don't know. It's okay. one of those, like, you know, like, ooh, the black guy's successful and the white guy's not, and kind yeah. of like, but it, it, it wasn't very good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Number 38 with 175, The Trust. Uh, right. About a rich kid. Who's dead? This is a drug dealer. Verse ninety one with sixty nine two eleven. Two eleven. All right, you're not too far off of the the trust. A pair of <laughs> cops investigate a drug invasion, stumbled upon a mysterious bank vault. Uh, him and Elijah Wood. Oh, interesting. All right. And then what was the other one? Two eleven. Um. Oh, why is that one? All digits. Two one one. It's a newer one. 2018, on a routine patrol, an aging cop and his partner in the ro- with a ride-along get caught in a standoff with a band of former mercenaries robbing a bank. So it's a sequel. 
to the first one. <laughs> it might be. So cops and banks. Which one has Elijah Wood, the first one? The first one. That's my vote. Okay, okay. sure, because there's literally nobody. Oh, wait, his son is in the second one. Hmm. Wait, which one was the trust is Elijah Wood? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like him. Works for me. Works for you guys. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. All right, number 54. Do, 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 do. With 142 is inconceivable. Inconceivable. Verse 75 with 100 looking glass. Okay. So we have inconceivable versus looking glass. Inconceivable. A mother looks to escape her abusive past while moving to a new town where she befriends another mother who grows suspicious of her. Okay. Uh, it's got Gina Gershon and, yeah, okay. All right. What, what was the other one? Looking glass. Looking glass. Um, you know, if nothing else, we've learned a lot about Nicolas Cage movies in this episode. Definitely, yeah. Also a 2018 movie. A couple buy a desert motel where they meet. They find strange, mysterious events occur. That one. That okay. one. <laughs> In fact, that might even make the blue note card. Looking Glass was numbers. What number? It has Robin Tooney in it. Who the fuck's Robin Tooney? Uh, she was in um, The Mentalist. Okay. All right. Oh, and Empire Records. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number 43 with 159, Willie's Wonderland. Fuck yeah. How, how is it that far down? Personal favorite of all of ours. Verse 86 with 86, Bangkok Dangerous. I'm not even looking that one up. Have it's you Willie's seen Wonder- that one? Yeah, I have seen that one. It's not good. Uh, have you seen that one? No. Uh, he's yeah. a hitman who has to do some Basically, whatever description you guys have been coming up with that's what this movie is <laughs> but Willy's Wonderland is fucking awesome yeah that was a fun movie alright into the next round we go alright so we might not have to look these up as much uh, probably not <laughs> yeah. right, maybe to remind ourselves of. <laughs> alright you've got number da, 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 65 primal the one with the animals on a boat yeah, right? Right. verse number one adaptation well, adaptation he won an Oscar for. Um, it's uh, he did that movie with Charlie Kaufman. Uh huh. Um, he plays twins. That it's really weird. It's it's bizarre. I'm gonna go adaptation. I enjoyed it. It's okay. a weird movie. It's it, it's a bit of an acquired taste kind of movie. But I feel like there might be another way this boat goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's great and all, but I don't hear anything about freeing animals from a boat, so primal for me. <laughs> I've never seen either of these. Vote however Any, you anyone want. Anyone want to make a case for theirs? Well, I think it speaks for itself if you read the descriptions of these I mean, movies. one he won an Oscar for, the other he's more of an animal protector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to just vote for adaptation because it was the number one seed, just to move it on. Because well, that's 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 up to you. I can't can't tell you how to vote. What do they know, Justin? What do the critics know? Primal could have been just I, as good. I'm gonna go with adap. No, I'm gonna go with Primal. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but it just sounds great. 
It's Sorry. probably terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, number 32, 189, Mom and Dad. Oh, I don't know what that is. Put it on your list. Yeah, put it yeah. on. You, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Verse 33 with 186, Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah, oh, Mom and Dad. I mean, Honeymoon in Vegas, there's Elvis impersonators, and, you know, it's kind of funny, but Mom and Dad. So he, there is a scene in the movie that is sublime Nick Cage acting. So him and is it Katie Holmes? I don't remember who's in it. There's a disease that they don't explain that just shows up and turns all parents against their kids. Okay. So all of a sudden, all the parents want to start trying to kill their own kid. Not (laughs) other kids, their own kid. Yeah. And so like there's these like packs of like just feral parents like hunting down. Oh, it is... (sighs) There's just a there's Nicholas Cage acting is sublime. That's and, awesome. Oh, cool. I, I don't even want to describe the scene, uh-huh. but just know that that scene alone should have won him his third Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, we got forty nine dog. Oh, second Oscar, I guess technically. Sure. Dog eat dog. Versus number sixteen, Matchstick Man. That was good. Matchstick Man was pretty good. I, I must, before we get the angry letters, I do have to uh, amend something that I've been saying. He didn't win the Oscar for adaptation. He was just nominated. Oh, then I don't okay. feel so bad. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Right. Um, he won it for a movie we haven't talked about yet. So we're going Matchstick Man? Yeah, Matchstick Man. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what Dog Eat Dog was, so. <laughs> something about a... A dog. <laughs> a dog eating another dog, <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, number 17, 213, Valley Girl. <laughs> Another older one of his. Taking on 48 National Treasure 2. Oh, National uh, Treasure 2. Valley Girl is not very good. No. I don't know why people love that movie. <laughs> Kevin Smith wouldn't shut up about that movie for the longest time. No, and that's why I finally watched it. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number 57, The Boy in Blue. Mm, boring. That's the rowing movie, <laughs> the, right? the rowing movie, yeah. Taking on number eight with 232, Raising Arizona. Oh, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona is one of those like those movies that like critics and Nick Cage movie fans can agree on. Because like, it's so bizarre and weird because it's the Coen brothers. And it's funny. And the critics seem to actually love it. Yeah. I right agree. All right, number 40, Guarding Tess, which was the... Secret Service one. Former First Lady. Yeah. Verse 25, doo, 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 with 199, Kiss of Death. I don't know what that one is. Mm-mm. Uh, okay. Um, oh, hmm. Okay, it's got to be this one, 95. Uh, a reformed convict goes undercover with the help of an angry detective to ensnare... A psychotic mobster. David Caruso, Samuel Jackson, Nick Cage, Helen Hunt, Stanley Tucci, Michael okay. Rappaport, Ving Rhames. Eh. What, what was the other one? Guarding Tess? Guarding Tess. Um, I feel like I've seen Kiss of Death. I feel like that... Well, that was also when you had to go rent movies, so there just wasn't as many choices. Yeah. Um, Shirley MacLaine, that's who the old actress was. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, and so I was definitely wrong about the dying thing because I think she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. 
Oops. <laughs> well, better than having to go back later and edit that in. <laughs> so where are we going? Kiss of death or guarding test? Kiss of death. It just uh, sound, it okay. Sounds cooler. All right. Uh-huh. Um, sure. <laughs> I like how we're all like, all right, we don't. Yeah, Whatever you sure. say. Works <laughs> for us. All right. Now we got 73, 8 millimeter taking on number nine with 228, Joe. Joe. I think. Is that where he's got like a big old beard? I don't know. He's a hunter wearing flannel. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure he does have a big old beard in that one. Okay, I gotta look at that one a different way. Something about a daughter, maybe. Getting kidnapped. Or being estranged. Seeking revenge. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. In a forest where he used to cut down trees, he meets Gary, a 15-year-old boy, and his father, Wade, an alcoholic bum. <laughs> For Gary, all is not lost. There is still time to take him on the right path as long as he escapes from the negative influence of, I'm guessing, his dad. And oh, somehow man. Joe is the guy to do it. Okay. That sounds actually pretty good. I might have to watch that. I might add that to my list. I feel like that was one of those movies that like people were like giving him a lot of praise for. Mm. I'm going to vote for 8mm. <laughs> I don't know anything about Joe. I'm going to vote for Joe because it's probably a movie that it'll make me cry. And it made your list. And it made my list. So. Uh, I'm going to go Joe as well just because 8mm is one of those, like, I don't know if you should watch that movie kind of movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Number 88, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Verse 20. Four with one ninety nine. It could happen to you. Jiu-jitsu. Which one was Jiu Jitsu? Was that the was the um, the zombies? The one where he yeah, like he goes to yeah fight like aliens or zombies or something. Oh yeah, the aliens. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, it could happen to you. That's the one he did with Bridget Fonda, where he wins the like he gives her a lottery ticket as a tip, and it ends up being a big winner. And and then they like of course they fall in love or yeah you know, I don't know I'm going jujitsu yeah okay <laughs> yeah, even though I haven't seen jujitsu I'm just gonna go ahead it's gonna just why not okay oh that bacon smells really good it does <laughs> all right we got number sixty three army of one yep taking on number two with two forty eight pig. Something about an estranged daughter and a... Oh, no, no. No? No, No, Pig is exactly... Well, no, I'm not going to say it's exactly what it sounds like, but uh, it's taken, but with a pig. Really? (laughs) Um, And, and, uh, well, hold on before you write it down. It's not as action-oriented as taken is. Okay. Somebody kidnaps his truffle pig. Okay. He's been living in, like, isolation for a long time. Uh-huh. So he, like, goes back to the city. Mm. And, like, you think he's gonna... Like, you just keep waiting for it to, like... Escalate. Like, escalate, and it never does. Really? It's yeah. just him actually just talking it's, to people looking for a pig? And, and like... Yeah. <laughs> it's it just, like, you, you keep waiting. Okay. Like, you keep waiting. Like, because when I saw it, like, I heard the title, and, like, I saw the description, I'm like, heck yeah, and then they put it on Hulu, I'm like, I gotta watch, and then, like, the whole time, I'm like, okay, this is when it, this is, this, and then it was over, and you're like, 
Really? Oh, man. That's lame. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. All right. So, the other one. Then. Army of One? Army of, Army one. of one. one, So, yeah. the one seed and the two seed out. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that... I'm, the critics loved it, though. Yeah, why, what's up with that? Probably because it was um, boring as shit. Yeah, it's the second highest rated one he's got. So. <laughs> All right. Critics don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Does no? it have like, some sort of like message? Or something like that. Like, Violence isn't the answer. <laughs> yeah, I just say, I guess I don't. Because like it doesn't even really have a satisfying ending. Like hmm. it. That's weird. All right, thirty-one with one ninety-two Snowden. Verse thirty-four with one eighty-six The Weatherman. Okay. Like Snowden, like the guy who like Snowden. Like a name or like snowed in, like Snowden. Okay. okay. Like Snowden. Like, yeah. like I think yeah. one word. Yeah, yeah. So like the guy who 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 broke the law and did all sorts that, of he, an international hero. No, <laughs> I have a different word for it, but did you find it? I found a movie called Snowden. I just don't. Oh, here he is. Okay. Um... He's way down on the cast list. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because uh, he, he, they're making a hero of a guy who... Edward Snowden. What's the next movie? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the other movie that it's up against? The Weatherman. That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although The Weatherman wasn't very good, but... <laughs> he does walk around New York City with a bow and arrow. And That's people, pretty cool. People throw... Uh, smoothies at him. That's nice. <laughs> all right. We're getting the weather wrong all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 79, you got Trapped in Paradise taking on number 15 with 217, Color of Outer Space. Oh, oh. Color. Oh, that's on my list to watch. Or as did well. I write Color Out of Space? Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Yeah, that's that's um, a secluded farm is struck by a strange meteorite, which has apocalyptic consequences for the family living there and possibly the world. Cool. Color out of space, right? Yeah. I thought I wrote that wrong. Go ahead and add that one. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft story. Oh. I'm gonna go with that one because it sounded pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It made Jeremy's list. If it makes his list. It- Probably he's going to move on. All right, 82, you have Rage taking on 18 with 210 Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, even though he's in it for like two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go with that one too. All right, Fast Times, moving on down. 71, The Runner versus 7 with 236, Mandy. Oh, Mandy's on my list. It's a horror movie where, I don't know, there's a chainsaw. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about that one. Sure. Okay, looking it up. But if it's a movie, it's a horror movie about a chainsaw. I'm in, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's got chainsaws, so. What about chainsaw? Well, all right, spiders? here we go. Okay. The enchanted <laughs> lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen. Yeah. Hell yeah. Propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. Okay. That's like There's a... the vengeance. There we go. See there? Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, that's that's been on my list for a while. I just haven't had a chance this to... This is 
Yeah. What a list here. Yes. Who knew there were so many Nicolas Cage movies to seek out? All right, we got 39 Astro Boy taking on number 26 with 199 Lord of War. Mm. Oh, that's the. I've part. seen Lord of War and I did not like it. I thought it was a dumb movie. It was kind of dumb. But then there's also Astro Boy. Which I've never seen because I refuse to watch. Uh, I'd say I refuse to watch anime, but I've seen probably more of it than I know. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to vote Lord of War just to be the dissenting vote. Huh. Where are you going? I don't know. Um, I guess I'll just make you put some pressure on yourself and I'll do Astro Boy. Although I did like that part where, uh, was it Hillary Duff? She put the scorpion down her pants. <laughs> was that in Lord of War? <laughs> Didn't that happen in that movie? I don't movie? think so. <laughs> Am I thinking of like a completely different movie? I don't remember. Was that like War I'm not Dog? seeing Hillary. Yeah, Duff. I don't think she was in there. <laughs> Lord of Lord of War was him, Ethan Hawke, and Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking of a I'm totally different Lord movie there. Let me look this up. Lord, Lord of War is uh, he's an arms dealer, and they're being he's being chased down. I thought that movie was gonna be a lot better than it was. Yeah, it was one of those that like. With the kind of people that were in it, and you know, you just expected it to. But I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna advance Lord of War either way. Okay. Well, Jeremy looks this up. All right. All right, moving on. Number fifty-five next, taking on number ten, with two twenty-six Birdie. Oh, I was thinking of War Inc. Oh. oh, she puts a scorpion down her pants and does like a seductive dance. Interesting. Yeah. Add that to the list. <laughs> so we've got Next versus Birdie. Somehow, this is a Nicolas Cage movie that's ranked this highly that I've never heard of. Uh, when two fr- It's from 1984. After two friends return home from Vietnam War, one becomes mentally as unstable and obsesses with becoming a bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it is him and Matthew Modine. <laughs> Jesus. That's amazing. Okay. Where are we going here? Birdie. Are you are you voting for Birdie or are you voting for Next? Because now you're in a position where both of them have made your list. Yeah, that's tough because I've seen Next and I really liked it. And I have no idea what this other movie could possibly be like. But uh, I'll go with Next. just cause I, I will also go with Next. I'll go with Next. Birdie sounds interesting, but yeah. I've never seen it. Next, we've seen. Yeah. Do, 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 do. 42 the frozen ground taking on 23 with a score of 201 the rock oh the rock oh yeah the rock yeah mm-hmm. that was a good one comes in at 23 how does the rock come in at 23 yeah that's really crit- crazy these are the critics not us okay that's <laughs> remember that these guys don't, need to get their heads out of their asses don't hold us accountable for this because the rock would be in like the top five for me yeah <laughs> all right we got number 61 kill chain <laughs> taking on number four face off oh face off yeah face off face off would also be in the top five yeah of course the top five might hold more than five movies <laughs> <laughs> but face off is fucking amazing that's a good one yeah although from the Sound of Kill Chain, that sounds really good, too. Yeah, now, the list that you've written might put some more movies up there and move move some down, but 
We'll have to do the Nicolas Cage revisited. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Once we do more Seymour movies. <laughs> okay, we got number 93, Pay the Ghost. Taking on 29. Boom, boom, boom. With 193, World Trade Center. Ooh. Ooh. This is one of those tough ones. Because I've, I've never actually seen either movie. Yeah. Mainly because I just I refuse to watch World Trade Center. Um, right. Would it be un-American to say you pay, pay the ghost just because I'd rather watch that one? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. I can't... I'd, and it's not like I think World Trade Center is going to be a bad movie. I just can't bring myself to watch it. Right, I, yeah. I watched it live the day it happened. I don't need to watch a movie about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay the ghost. Pay the pay ghost. Pay the ghost. <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably the wrong choice here, but I can't. Yeah. I just can't. Like, <laughs> given the choice of watching the two, I would choose to watch. Yeah, there it goes. they're gonna bury us with this one, guys. That's this fine. is a, a next start. The headlines are gonna be PCR guys would rather watch Pay the Ghost than World Trade Center. Yeah, if it, well, eh, you know what? I'm sure a lot of people would. It's agree right on brand, though. <laughs> yeah. It's got a ghost. That's right. I mean. <laughs> All right, fifty-two. The Wind Talkers taking on thirteen. With 221, Bad Lieutenant, part of Call New Orleans. That's the whole title? Yes. That's not really, that's a mouthful. Bad Lieutenant, part of Call New Orleans. Is it like Bad Lieutenant colon? Or like Bad yeah. Lieutenant hyphen yeah, I or believe something? It, it, it is, I believe it was a sequel to a Harvey Keitel movie called Bad Lieutenant. Okay. okay. Um, but I never saw it. Okay. Me neither. Um, Me neither. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to Wind Talkers. Sure. <laughs> Why not? And talkers. What was that? Number 52. Okay. All right. Number 45, National Treasure. Taking on number 20 with 210. Bring out the dead. Well, my hatred of Martin Scorsese is well known. <laughs> um, bring out the dead is, is the one... Martin Scorsese movies, it's actually watchable. And we're going to get more hate over that, my, what I just said, than the World Trade Center thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm still going with the other one. National Treasure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, National Treasure should be ranked, like, you know, number one, number two. We're going to get more hate over that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I just said that, that one of the lesser Martin Scorsese movies is more watchable than... I don't know. Say Goodfellas. All right. We got number 69, Humanity Bureau, taking on number five, Red Rock West. How is number five a movie I've never heard of? (laughs) Sounds like it's a Western, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Oh, all right. So we're we're thinking... Upon arriving in a small town, a drifter is mistaken for a hitman, but when the real hitman arrives, complications ensue. All right. <laughs> I don't remember what the Humanity Bureau was, but I'll go with Red Rock West. Sure. Uh, Dennis Hopper, Laura Flynn Boyle, and then a bunch of people I've never heard of. Okay. <laughs> Red Rocker. Sure. Sure. <laughs> kind of sounds like Last Man Standing a little bit, hmm. that Bruce Willis movie. Oh, Okay. All right, number 37, Con Air, taking on number 28, Racing with the Moon. 
Never heard of okay. Racing to the Moon, but I love Con Air. I mean... An early one of his. Uh, yeah, it is. It's 84. 1942, California. Two young men await induction into the U.S. Marines and say goodbye to their girlfriends. I mean... It sounds... <laughs> it, like... it, I didn't even have to look it up to know that Con Air was moving on, <laughs> yeah. but just yeah. just to be fair in case. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you never you know. Never might, might make it on Jeremy's list, at least. That's true. I don't think this Not one's that bad. Guy, <laughs> All right, 76, which was what, USS Indianapolis, taking on number 12, with 225, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Hey, that one. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. That's right, unbearable. Boom. Kick. That's a fun day. Yeah. It was. It was a good time. 44, you got Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Taking on number 21 with 209, Rumblefish. Okay. <laughs> Another one of his earlier ones, late 80s, I think. Rumblefish. I'm more of a uh, Well, no, that, that's uh, 83. Oof. An absent-minded street thug, Rusty James, struggles to Rusty live up to James. his legendary older brother's <laughs> reputation and longs for the days of gang warfare. Matt Dillon, Mickey Rourke. Oof. Diane Lane, Dennis Hopper, Again. Nick Cage, Chris Penn, Lawrence Fishburne, Tom Waits. Um, oh, that was written by uh, the guy who wrote uh, The Outsiders. Okay. That's why, yeah. Um, uh, what was the other one? The Ghostland? Prisoners of Ghostland. That one. Yeah, let's go with that Ghost. one. I like that sound of that one. Moving on down. All right, we got number 67, G-Force, <laughs> taking on number three with with 247, Moonstruck. Um, Moonstruck, that is... That is the one that I think Cher won the Oscar for. Wow. <laughs> um, That's crazy. What is the... What's the description of that one? All right. All right. No sooner does Italian-American widow Loretta accept a marriage proposal from her doltish boyfriend, Johnny, (laughs) than she finds herself falling for his younger brother, Ronnie. She tries to resist, but Ronnie lost his hand in an accident, and he blames his brother and has no scruples about aggressively pursuing her while Johnny is out of the country. Wow. And there's some sort of family secret. It sounds fucking boring. Yeah. How did it get to number three? Critics. Critics like boring. <laughs> Where are we going here? Moon struck or G Force? G Force. Uh huh. Top three? Gone. <laughs> All right, number 35. We've got City of Angels taking on number 30 with 192 Wild at Heart. Sounds like a boring western. Yeah, certainly does. Okay. Nowhere close. (laughs) Young lovers Sailor and Luna run from a variety of weirdos that kill Luna's mom and and has hired to kill Sailor. Okay. Interesting. Um, Nicolas Cage 
plays Sailor. <laughs> uh, Laura Dern, Willem Dafoe. Um, yeah. What's uh, this against? City of Angels. Oh, okay. Oh, man. How do you know what to vote for this one? I'm going to vote Wild at Heart just because that sounds way more interesting than City of Angels. Okay. Um, I haven't seen either of these, so sure, I'll agree with you. All right. Uh, we're not really making it very interesting, but, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's because a lot of these we haven't seen <laughs> yet. It'll get intense at the very end, 53, I'm sure. 53, you got Drive Angry. Ooh. <laughs> Taking on number 14 with 218, Kick-Ass. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Yeah. Overdrive I mean, Angry? Yeah, I mean... Just based on that part where he's screaming alone, she is enough to put it over the top for me. I mean, Kick-Ass, pro- Kick-Ass probably gets put on not because of Nick Cage, but because of, like, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, or, yeah. Or Christopher Men's Plots. <laughs> All right, we got 46 Snake Eyes coming in against number 19 with 210, The Cotton Club. All right. I, I thought for sure it would be the lower ones that we wouldn't have heard any, very much of. Yes, about the Cotton Club. Uh, uh, dry clean, former dry cleaner. Former dry cleaner. Seeking yeah. revenge on a stain that he couldn't get out of a shirt. <laughs> well, this is 84, so he's not like a, he's not quite to the main cast level yet. Uh, meet the jazz dancer, musicians, dancers, and owners, and guest of the 1930s Cotton Club in Harlem. Snake Eyes. Well, snake Eyes it is. <laughs> uh, 59, gone in 60 seconds. Taking on number 6 with 246, leaving Las Vegas. Gone in 60 seconds. I mean, now granted, this one I don't have to look up to know for a fact that's what he won the Oscar for. I have tried to watch Leaving Las Vegas. I have not made it through it. Hmm. Um, him and Elizabeth Shue are like al- alcoholics and they live in Las Vegas and it's just... It's boring. It's yeah. so boring. <laughs> Jeremy? Gone in 60 Seconds Gone. is fucking awesome. I love that movie. That's one of those, no like, one. if it's on TV and I'm flipping through the channels, I will stop and watch it. Hmm. All right. Uh, 38, you got The Trust... Taking on 27, the crods. Crudes. The oh, crudes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I've seen it, the crudes. I've right. heard it's good. I've, heard, I've never seen it. No. I've never it's, seen the trust. I've never, yeah. But I, I, the crudes, yeah. um, it's the one where he's like the caveman father yeah. and like his daughter is the Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Just, they're caveman, it's animated. It's kind of funny. All right, let's do that one. <laughs> okay, 75, Looking Glass versus number 11. With 225, Peggy Sue Got Married. I know I've heard of Peggy Sue Got Married. I've just never seen it. Uh, I believe it's one of those, like, you're never going to guess what it's actually about. A wedding gone awry. Peggy Sue faints at a high school reunion when she wakes up. She finds herself in her own past just before she finished school. Oh. What does that have to do with the title? Um, okay, I can read the longer description. Oh, no, thanks. No. <laughs> I'm already bored. I don't remember what Looking Glass was, but... That was the horror movie in a hotel. Oh, perfect for me. Sure. Looking Glass? Yeah. Although that other one doesn't sound too bad. It's like a time travel movie? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's one of those. It's another one of those, like... Kind of like this is your life kind of movies where. Sure. 
All right, we got number 43, Willie's Wonderland. Taking mm. on number 22 with a score of... Do, 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 do. 202, the Crods... The, why do I keep going Crods? The Crudes New Age. Well, Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. That's an easy one. <laughs> okay, Ooh, moving on. I have a feeling it's going to make it pretty far in this. Yeah. <laughs> moving on to the next round. Ooh. 65 Primal taking on the 32 Mom and Dad. Oh, Mom and Dad. I kind of want to vote for Primal on that one. I've seen Mom and Dad, though. Jeremy, what are you thinking? I mean, I'm going to have to take your word for it that Mom and Dad is awesome. It sounds yeah. like you really like it. So. Mom and Dad's a good one. Uh, Primal, you know. I mean, no. Using the word good liberally. Sure. <laughs> okay, like good, bad good, right? Bad good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, doo doo. Number 16, Matchstick Man, taking on number 48, National Treasure 2. National Treasure 2. Oh, man. I don't. This is tough for me because I actually. I really remember liking Matchstick Man. And I'm going to do that one just to uh, be different. I don't think I've ever seen that one fully through, but I have seen National Treasure 2. Okay. So I'm going to go with National Treasure 2. And I, I was wrong about Katie Holmes. It was Selma Blair. So, the, they, I mean, they kind of look alike. Sure, yeah, yeah. Same difference. <laughs> same same, same difference. <laughs> All right, we've got number 8, Raising Arizona. Taking on number 20, Kiss of Death. Raising Arizona. Sure, yeah. Okay. R A. Number nine, Joe taking on number eighty-eight, jujitsu. Jujitsu, really? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it does sound awesome. <laughs> I mean, right. jujitsu is going to make it pretty far in the bracket based solely off of the description, and we're finally going to watch it and be like, "Oh, why did we put it yeah, that yeah, far?" Shit. Redo the bracket. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to record a tra- uh, retraction. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got number 63, Army of One, taking on number 34, The Weatherman. What was Army of One about again? Does anybody remember? It was the one about the guy with going over to Pakistan to try to, like, oh, yeah. kill Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> Army of One. Yeah, that one. Army of One. <laughs> Moving on. Either we have really bad taste or the critics do. We don't critics, know yet. I think it's critics, obvious. Critics. Yeah. Can't possibly be us. All right, we've got number 15, Color Out of Space, taking on 18, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That one, for me. Mm. I've never seen either, but I think I'm going to go for Color Out of Space. That was the H.P. Lovecraft one? That's, yeah. yeah, with the meteor and the... Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say I'm going to have to go Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, I don't, I don't love that movie as much as other people do, um, be, but I do. I have seen it, um, and it is. I mean, also, it's another one that Nick Cage is barely in. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I think he's even going by Nick Coppola at the time. <laughs> Fast times moving on. Number seven, Mandy. Taking on number twenty-six. Lord of War. 
So not the one where Hillary does. No. But, <laughs> to be clear, she does not press I think I'm going to go with Mandy. I think I'm also going to go with Mandy because that, that one also, again, um, man, there could be a whole other podcast where we just uh, record uh, retractions of like, oh, we watch these movies and, uh, oh, are we wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen Lord of War and I did not care for it. Yeah, I mean, I'll so give you that I'm... much. Okay, I'll go with you guys on that. He'll trust us <laughs> this time. Okay, looks like we got number 55 next. Taking on 23, The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I did really like next, though. Is that where your vote would have went? No, I think I probably would have voted for The Rock, too. But, I, yeah. I mean, they're both really good, in my opinion. Okay, uh, number four, Face Off. Taking on number... 93, pay the ghost. I mean, the Cinderella story had to come to an end at some point, and I think it's it's here. Yeah, I'd agree. Because, I mean, face-off is... Pay the ghost. Face-off <laughs> it is. Are you just voting for pay the ghost because you didn't want face-off to get all three votes? Well, a little bit. Plus, I mean, Halloween fair. I cannot just go against something that has Halloween fair in it. Yeah, he knew face-off was going to go on, so he's sticking to brand. Yeah. Like, you say the word Halloween Fair, that gets, like, goosebumps going up on my skin. <laughs> okay, we got number 52, The Wind Talkers, taking on 45, National Treasure. National Treasure. National Treasure. NT45. Okay. Number 5, Red Rock West. Red Rocket. Taking on number 37, Con Air. Oh, Con Air. Jeez, Massacre over here. <laughs> now we're getting into it. Now now we're getting into the... Okay, number 12. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Taking on 44, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Okay. Unbearable. Uh, yeah, I would say, I think this, this is where we're going to have to start actually voting for the movies that we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the Massive Talent movie was, was pretty friggin' awesome. Yeah, that was fun. We might have to like, come back in a year uh, when, and make a concerted effort to watch some of these movies. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see some of these. In, in, in. All right. We got number 67, G-Force, taking on number 30, Wild at Heart. I can't believe G-Force is making it this far into the bracket. I really didn't see that happening. It's the Hubie Halloween of, <laughs> of Nicholas Cage movies. But yeah, I mean, again, I would rather watch G-Force than a movie that I've never heard of. What's the other one? Wild at Heart. Sure. Yeah, G-Force. I don't even... It's just the sound what... alone of it. <laughs> Wild at Heart. Number 67, G-Force is moving on. <laughs> All right, number 14, Kick-Ass versus 46, Snake Eyes. Kick-Ass. Uh, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Number 59, Gone in 60 Seconds. Taking on 38, The Crudes. Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. It's just... Gone in 60. Okay. Uh, number 75, Looking Glass, taking on 43, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Willy. Willy. 43. All right, we got one, two, three, four. 
Sweet 16. Ooh, all right. Things are getting interesting. Here we go. Uh, start off with number 32, Mom and Dad, taking on 48, National Treasure 2. I think I'm going to go National Treasure 2. I mean, Mom and Dad is fun, but National Treasure 2 is, is good. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair National enough. Treasure 2. And National Treasure 2. Moving on. Okay. Number 8, Raising Arizona, taking on number 88, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Raising Arizona on this Can one. we vote in a movie that none of us have seen based solely off of the description? Right. I've seen yes, Raising Arizona. O- over a movie that yes, I have seen and, and really enjoy. I think I'm going to have to go Raising Arizona. Okay. I just, All right. I just I can't really in good conscience keep voting for a movie I've never seen. <laughs> That's the vote I was in. Like I've seen Raising Arizona, really liked it. Jiu-Jitsu, haven't seen. <laughs> it was a nice run. I mean, it was really comical to see it make it this far. <laughs> it did. It made it longer than we thought it would. Yeah. All right. We got number 63, Army of One, taking on 18 Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I've not seen either of these. I honestly, I'm voting for Army of One based off of the description. Army of One. I'll go with it. Never seen either of them. I'd like to see one weird one kind of keep going. <laughs> I mean, there there is one particular scene that would make Fast Times at Ridgemont High like keep going on, but Nicolas Cage isn't in that scene. So. Right. That's true. That's true. But that is a great yeah. That's a great moment. You got number seven, Mandy. <laughs> Taking on number 23, uh, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like even when I finally watched Mandy, The Rock is still going to beat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, number four, Face Off. Taking on number 45, National Treasure. Oh. Oh. Oh, this is the first one that's going to be out. Because these are some of the movies that I was expecting to be here at the end. Um, So you've got Face Off, where him and John Travolta switch places and... And faces. And faces. And and, and, and voice boxes. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Versus National Treasure, which is a movie that I really enjoyed. Oh... I'll I'll just vote right away if it makes it easier. Yeah. I'll go National Treasure. Okay. It's just a fun ride. I feel like I could watch that one more than Face Off. I think I'm gonna go with your argument on that one. Okay. You've won me over. He, right now. Same. I'm, I'm, like, I mean, I do enjoy you can Face only Off. Watch, yeah. You can only watch Face Off so many times, but if National Treasure is like on a loop, it's one of those you can just keep watching it. Face Off, unfortunately. Right. Doesn't mean we lo- I mean, it doesn't mean we dislike Face Off. We just just a little bit of an edge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got number thirty-seven, Con Air, taking on number twelve, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Ooh. Doesn't Oh man. Oh, this, this is another one where you know this I'm is- I'm gonna just get it started. I'm gonna go with Con Air on this one. I'm going to go on bearable weight of massive talent then because I was just really taken by surprise by that, was, that film. That was a really good movie. It, it was really good. Um, I And a recency bias has me wanting to vote for that, 
But at the same time, like, I've watched Con Air a lot. And, and you know, like, that is such a good movie that I, I think I'm going to have to go with the classic. Now, maybe in a couple years, you know, uh, you know, couple, when, I've, yeah. I've, when I've seen Unbearable, you know, for a, a few more times. But as of right now, I'm, I'm going Con Air. Okay. You can't even be mad. Nope, can't. This is where it gets to be, you know, uh, whatever, this part of the worse. bracket. This is where tables start getting flipped. <laughs> <laughs> Number 67, G-Force, taking on 14, Kick-Ass. All right. That was a nice little moment the in the guinea, sun The guinea there. pigs had their run, <laughs> yeah. but, but now, yeah. now the guinea pigs are done, and I'm, I'm going Kick-Ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Yeah. All right, number 59, gone in 60 seconds, taking on number 43, Willy's Wonderland. Oh, I'm going. I'm going Willy's Wonderland. Oh. I've only seen Gone in sixty seconds once. I've seen Willy's Wonderland a lot. We went and saw it in theaters. It's one I've actually. I I watched that one frequently. I tell people to go watch this movie. I'm. You know what? As much as I want to vote for Gone in sixty seconds because it is it is a really good movie and I do thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it's one of the, like I said, it's one of those movies that, like, if I'm flipping through the channels, like, mainly when I'm in a hotel room because I don't have cable anymore, yeah. I will stop and watch it. I have recently. Um, but Willy's Wonderland is just <laughs> so damn entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Willy's Wonderland yeah, for I'm, me. But that's where, yeah, that's where yeah, I'm going. I'm yeah, going Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard to believe because yeah. I would have I thought that Gone to 60 Seconds would make it a <laughs> yeah. lot farther, but... No. All right, we got the Elite Eight. Okay, we got number 48, National Treasure 2, taking on number 8, Raising Arizona. I mean, let's continue on to this potential collision course. I'm going National Treasure 2. Hmm. I'm going Raising Arizona. I'll go National Treasure too. Wow! <laughs> I'm gonna see them. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, that already lost. Ah. Ah. All right, we got number sixty-three, Army of One, The Hunt for Osama bin Laden. Yes. <laughs> taking on twenty-three, The Rock. Oh. Okay, so again, uh, it's been fun voting for a movie that we've never seen based off what we think it might be. Yeah. But the glass slipper has broken. Yeah, and I'm I'm going The Rock. Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. Whew. You got number forty-five, National Treasure, taking on number thirty-seven, Con Air. Oh, I think I know what you meant by when you said it already lost, but. What already lost? No, he said face off. Oh, he said he'd like to see the face off, and I yeah. said face off lost. Face off. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like the between National Treasure one and two. Oh, I did, but then he said face oh, off the movie because okay. he's just a joker. I was I was way off on the joke because I was con- con- man. Yeah. Wow, I feel yeah. stupid. Um, how? It, oh man, National Treasure versus Con Air. Con Air. Oh man, I hate to think that National Treasure two made it further than the first one. Because the first one is a better movie. Yeah. But but Con Air is... Con Air is... Uh, put, solid. It's, I it's, said, 
take the hand, <laughs> take your hand off the bunny. <laughs> oh, Conair. Conair. National treasure. That's where I would have went. I don't know, national treasure. Okay. Number 14, Kick-Ass, taking on number 43, Willie's Wonderland. Willie's. Wow, that was quick. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Willie's. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess it wasn't that easy for me, but uh, I would still say Willie's probably if I had to think about it a little longer. <laughs> well, I mean, you could vote that. for the other one. No, I'm, no, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, we've... Uh, do, do, wait, that's the top page. Come down to the final four. Oh, well, in that case, we should probably thank our sponsors, uh, Seasons of Life Memorials and 80s Flick Flashback. All right. You recently did some stuff for them, didn't you? I did. What was that? Um, One Crazy Summer. Okay. Okay. Um, and I did, uh, like, a short little, like, one, two-minute clip talking about Back to the Future. Right on. So, like, I wasn't in the Back to the Future episode. Uh, they just... Tim made it such a big... Uh, like production where he had like a bunch of his guest host but because i live here not in georgia where most of them live yeah um they were able to get together in a room and talk about that movie i had to just submit like a, what i thought about it uh but him and i did one crazy summer which um i mean to spoil the episode a little bit i had never seen before but it's kind of like a pseudo sequel to better off dead which is one of my all-time favorite movies cool um i mean pseudo sequel is in that like it's not related, right, but right. it has like a lot of the same cast sure, and the same director. Sure. sure. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Awesome. It's a really good movie. It's worth watching. Um, and I'll give you a tease. Okay. I've already been uh, set for an episode, not till November, but The Untouchables. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> cool. All right. So you can find them anywhere, uh, right? Anywhere, I mean, yeah. But uh, um, 80s flick flashback. I think technically they're under the movie views. Uh, umbrella, but it's probably easier just to search 80s flick flashback. Alright. Cool. Alright, down All right. to the final four. Alright, this is always where it's weird to me because I don't know if it should be at the top page or the bottom page or keep going to left to right. So we'll start with left to right and then we'll do the other way just to see if we have a different outcome. Okay. Because I never know which way to do this. <laughs> Alright, you have number 48, National Treasure 2, taking on number 23, The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Okay. So I'll just make a little note here. It would have been, it would have been interesting, though, to see the two go head to head, but if you <laughs> we go got to be real here. <laughs> up and down. You have number 37, Con Air, taking on number 43, Willy's Wonderland. Uh, as much as I really like Willy's Wonderland, I think I'm going to have to go with Con Air. I think I'm going to have to go with Willy's Wonderland between the two of them. I really enjoy that one. It's... I don't know what it is. Wow. I mean, that fight scene between him and the gorilla is, is amazing. Curb stopping a gorilla oh into God. a urinal. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the part when they're getting into the fight and uh, <laughs> it's time for him to take breaks. So he just hands the girl the knife and leaves. Like, oh, fuck. But, but I just, I mean, I'm going to have to say, like, four... Like cinema sake, like for actual mood, like I'm gonna have to go Connor. I, that's not to take anything away from Willy's Wonderland, and it deserves its final four spot. But I'm still taking Willy's Wonderland in this. Not only does it deserve its final four spot, 
What is going further than that, my nice. friend? Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, not, I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to flip a table over it like when you guys voted against Waterboy. Uh. <laughs> All right. So with this style, the championship becomes The Rock versus Willy's Wonderland. Did anyone see that coming? I saw The Rock being there. Yeah. Um, that was one of the one of the three or four movies. I'm like, okay, this is kind of where it's gonna, you know. Right. But so I, again, it's one of those things. I have a feeling I know what's gonna come out on top based off of you two. So I'm gonna vote first. Um, I'm voting The Rock. Um, it's it's so good. Um, it's so well done. It's. I mean, I'm not going to be mad about who wins, um, but I'm. I have to, for for the sake of cinema, for the sake of movies, I'm gonna have to vote The Rock. Okay. Where are you going? Well, I'm starting to think that there's a conspiracy here. There was a grand plan concocted so that Willy's Wonderland could make it this far. He studied meticulously all these films <laughs> and made sure that everything would play into it. And I, I uh, made everything up. Yeah. <laughs> all the numbers are fake. It's all just one big game. It's a social thing to make us go to, in that direction. And it worked because Willy's Wonderland is my vote. And I think I know what your vote is, too. Uh, well, I'd have to, whew. between the two of these, my vote would have to go for The Rock. Wow. The Rock is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Wow. Okay. So between Holy the two, crap. The Rock. Guess be, I was wrong. Would be the champion here. Yeah. I mean, that that that's not. I mean, it's, I, I, I get it. I, it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> but I'm really surprised. I mean. Now, if we went the other way, the top yeah. page, bottom page. Yeah. You would have The Rock taking on Willy's Wonderland yeah. to go to the championship. Okay. Would the votes still end up the same? I, Two I for would The still, Rock, I one would, for Willy. Uh, so. And then you'd have National Treasure 2 taking on Con Air. I'd, I'd vote for Con Air still. I would do National Treasure 2. I would go with Con Air there. So it'd be Con Air versus The Rock? Yep. And then I'd still go with The Rock. I probably would as well. Um, that would be a much tougher vote for me, because that that is that's the f- true finale I expected, or definitely. I mean, I expected National Treasure to be in the final four, maybe not National Treasure two, um, but yeah, the Con Air versus The Rock. That's you know that yeah, and I'd probably still go The Rock, although Con Air is so John Malkovich just clearly. It, it clearly was a paycheck for him, but he just decided. <laughs> so he decided to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's true. But yeah, I mean, The Rock is is so good. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I haven't seen that in a long time. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Where would you have gone? The Rock, probably The Rock. Yeah. So either way, The Rock wins. The Rock is yeah. That's my favorite. Willis Wonderland's up there, so I'm glad that came in number two. Yeah. Con Air with number three, or two, depending on which way you want to do it. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Rock one, Con Air slash Willie's number two. Kind of surprised to see National Treasure two, not the first one, mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this has happened in the past where sequels have made it further than the originals, and it shouldn't have been that way. But just based on where they are slotted, yeah, unfortunately. And it's not like we say it's not us that makes the brackets. It's Science. Right, right. It's science. It's science. So send your hate mail to science. Science. Blame science. science. (laughs) Well, 
Great list, Justin. Nice work. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, send your, your hate mail to science. Um, <laughs> I'm science. Because uh, not, the, not the fact that we voted on a lot of movies that we had never seen based solely off description. We've learned that Nick Cage is a very varied actor, does a lot of, yes. uh, a lot of genres. Um, almost every movie somehow still involves uh, a cop um, <laughs> who's out for vengeance somehow. Yeah. Uh, or some version of a cop. Or, yeah. Uh, True. But, but it's across genres. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't just keep that, that storyline to, to horror movies. It's also drama, suspense, romance. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd say, you know, uh, let us know which actor or anything you'd like us to do a bracket with next. Yeah. Send your suggestions to our, our Twitter, our Facebook, or at Gmail. Where can they find that, Nicholas? Um, at uh, Pop Culture Roulette. Um, if you're doing Twitter or Instagram, it's at Pop, Coo- uh, at Pop Cult Roulette. Um, Facebook, it's Pop Culture Roulette. Uh, we have an email address, but I wouldn't recommend emailing it because I don't think either of us check it very often. I still get notifications on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you email, at least one of us will get notifications. And <laughs> I'll let tell the you. other one we'll let the other one yeah. know that there's actually an email worth looking at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what uh, what actor would you like to see next? I have um, already uh, in my mind which one I wanted like to do next. Um, now, just just keep in mind. That uh, one of us has watched a lot more movies than the other two. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so it would be difficult to do certain actors. Um, well, I know there's one that you mentioned in the past that I think we'd all be pretty good at, at with. Which do you one? want me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. Will Ferrell? That's kind of where I was going. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of maybe Keanu. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, I just did... Now, it's not one of our sponsors, but I just did an episode of um, Moving Panels. Okay. Where myself and another gentleman and then Laramie mm-hmm. um, debated uh, who Keanu Reeves should play in the Marvel Universe if we had any sort of casting. Um, and we did come up with some very interesting um, possibilities, so check that episode out. It's one of the, the last episodes they did. So it should be relatively easy to find. Okay, cool, cool. Just let me know where to send the invoice for that <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> well, he he on um, he runs our advertisement. Okay. We've never asked him to. All so, right. you know. Fair enough. <laughs> we should change our advertisement to not say Mondays anymore. Just right. like well, we, say it comes out every week. <laughs> it's probably time for us to to develop a new ad. We anyway, should. So. We need a new uh, concept. <laughs> so, okay. Um, what is this? Oh, you you did it. And then if you turn it, there's the rest of it. I've already got it started. Holy shit. Okay, good, good, nice. <laughs> right on. So. so, cool. So, yeah, all right, then. Um, well, just, uh, just remember that if you've written a movie uh, about pretty much anything, uh, Nick Cage will say yes. Um, but if, if you include uh, cops, robbers... Uh, vengeance, uh, some sort of kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll definitely say yes. Mm-hmm. If he gets to drive a car, um, yeah, especially bike. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as long as he gets to look cool doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, just remember that stupid never walks alone. <laughs> Do you love movies of a certain age? 
Do you miss the days of VHS tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by a guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast.